studio this morning. We do have Mike Pearson, who's chairman. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you today? Good. Also with us, Sean Cavanaugh. Good morning, guys. Good morning. How are you? Well, uh, was doing pretty good until I just heard your weather forecast. <laughs> but I well. guess it just proves that we're still in winter. Spring is about... What, 50 days, 49 days away? Something like that. And once you hit March, it's all downhill. You know what? You got the tournament, March Madness. So I can't wait. Baseball kicks off. I shouldn't say kicks off. Baseball starts. Takes a swing, yeah. We're excited about that. So, yeah. How was the county board meeting? It was really fairly short. Um, We didn't cover lots of topics, but we did uh, have our audit report. Unfortunately, the state of Illinois threw a curve in the uh, circuit circuit clerk's report in the fact that the um, they changed the rules and didn't tell anybody, and so they're having the whole state is having trouble getting their audits done. But otherwise, uh, we got an excellent report. Everything was as it should be. Um, there course adding more guidelines all the time and and um, everybody is in compliance and moving forward with that so we were very happy with the report that we received it's kind of a preliminary report because the final product isn't completed yet due to the changes of the state but uh, we were given very good news on how um, our finances were very stable uh, and he we asked if how are we compared to other counties he said you guys are doing great it doesn't mean that we're you know flush with money it means that uh, our books uh, line up quite well and that the people we have working for the county have been doing a great job put things in the right place and uh, it was something for every board member to be very proud of as well as the uh, boots on the ground in the courthouse around the finances so very 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 positive result we couldn't have been happier okay <clears throat> Next on the agenda, I will point out that you guys did have a moment of silence um, that you shared with us. That was very special for county board members. Yes, John Ockert was a longtime board member, and and uh, he passed last week. So we did have a moment of silence, and uh, in his honor, and um, before as at the start of the meeting, and then we moved right along. Um, we did. Uh, uh, have a couple of things in the um, building and grounds Um, we passed a a resolution to where um, actually we'd passed a resolution back in 07 concerning the state and taking away our Second Amendment rights and we passed another resolution yesterday that reinforced and was much more specific uh, in the state taking away our 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 rights Um, and in that you know that law that was passed you know people aren't just if someone is pro second amendment doesn't mean they're pro crime that would be absolutely asinine for someone out there to think but this legislation instantly turns normal people into felons based on what they might have at their own house and personally i think that it won't uh, pass the court the test of the courts but in the meantime it's the state reaching into our lives um you know going where they don't really need to belong so it's an opposition towards House Bill 547, and uh, you guys were able to pass that resolution yesterday. You said that you had done something similar in 07? Yes. What warranted the 07? Um, we had some citizens come to us in 2007 and, mm-hmm. and ask us uh, to um, 
pass a, um, a bill. Um, or resolution. A resolution. And uh, I happen to have it with me. Um, basically that um, um, the right of the people to keep and bear arms for the defense of life, liberty, and property is regarded as an inalienable right. And it's three-quarters of a page. And um, back then, Chairman Reichow signed it, and our county clerk, Tina Connard. So it was, it was passed, and, and uh, um, it, it still st stands well today. Um, but we did pass an additional one that we got very specific. And uh, um, it's just our state overreaching. Um, actually, as far as the meeting goes, probably 30% or more of the time was spent in discussion concerning the state's re recent discussions on taking away our right to zone wind turbines and solar power. Um, that was a, a large part of our meeting. Um, it, it we worked very hard on our zoning, as you. We, I mean, we, that went on. We, Mike, myself, uh, Mark Schallenberger, and our zoning attorney, we probably easily spent well over 100 hours doing that. E easily, spread out over time and having different meetings. So the state comes in and says, "Oh, well, regardless of what your zoning says, how are you compromised to get things done for your community and, and your community interests? <clears throat> We're going to go ahead and take that portion away." And um, you know, uh, people are for or against wind turbines. That's fine, but it's the way the state did it. And where do they stop? If they, today they say zoning for this. Where they say tomorrow? It's just that uh, the state of Illinois seems to have an insatiable hunger for taking your power and eating it themselves, and uh, we don't like that. And so, uh, Mike had said we spent a great deal of time discussing that, and it's just not right. And so there are other counties, not just Warren County. I would say a majority of counties say what the state's done it's complete hogwash and uh, we're going to come up with something to try and combat it uh, to not only show our opposition to it but to see uh, what remedies there can be to enable counties to have local control because when local control gets taken away on anything it always seems to get worse the so so we've been seeing this coming for a while been talking about the wind turbines, these solar farms, and folks are making decisions on that based on the current uh, county board or the zoning um, characteristics. And so exactly what has the state done so far and what does it mean for us? Well, the through a lot of meetings and a lot of compromise, the county came up with the rules regarding setbacks, mm -hmm. tower height limit, um, every possible situation involving wind and, and solar height distance shadow flicker a number of different things uh, how fast the blades can turn if there needs to be lights on top for the airplanes to see can they shut off at night you know whatever but uh, so the state came in and said you know we don't really care about what your setback limits are uh, we've created our own and they're the the minimum requirements as by the uh, Illinois um, County's code so they want that to be mandated all over the uh, the state. So the setbacks we had set are no good anymore. The height restrictions that we set, no good anymore. The Whether there be uh, full-time lights or flashing lights on tops, 
um, no good anymore. So the state gets to decide all of that for us. And like I said, every time the state takes control over something, it only gets worse. I've never seen where they've taken over something and made it better. Maybe in the 50s. Well, this is Illinois. Probably not then either. But uh, they just can't seem to do the best for us. It's very frustrating. We're Warren County elected officials, and we know what our neighbors are saying. We know what they're saying down the street. We know their concerns. We go out for coffee with them. We have lunch. We run into them at the chamber events and whatnot. And we know what they want, and we acted upon what they want. But the state just really tells you that we don't care what Warren County has to say about this. And by the way, uh, please vote for us. You know, it makes no sense. So um, it's, it's frustrating. And in addition to the change being made, the state requires that we change our zoning code uh, to meet their restrictions and conditions. We have 120 days to get it done. So we are looking that we're probably going to have to have another zoning board of appeals uh, public forum, which everyone in the room could say we hate this, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. We have to pass it because we have to follow the law. And if we don't follow the law, then we're in trouble. And um, you know, ugh. how far off are the are the is the code the mandated code by the, by the state of Illinois compared to what we currently have in place? Well, just as an example, Vanessa, and I don't have the exact specifics. But essentially, for example, the set, I'm a participating landowner, and I have wind turbine on my land. Theoretically. He doesn't really. Yes, theoretically. And um, if I have a residence on my land, too, the wind turbine had to be 1.1 1 1. 1 times the total height away from my house. And if I had a neighbor that did not participate and lived on the farm next to me, that wind turbine had to be, I believe, 2.1 times away from the neighbor's home. Our new zoning code that we negotiated and and agreed to, I believe the number is five times. If I understood the new state regulation correctly, it's 1.1. 1.1. So essentially, they've taken their old guidance and actually reduced what the state used to have as a minimum and reduced it by almost half. Which is, uh, which is amazing. And uh, you know, wind turbines, they have their positives and negatives, and you'll hear both sides uh, here locally. And again, we hear it locally. The, Springfield doesn't know what we think. So the contracts will be determined by the state, or will the county get a say-so in whose? And, uh, well, the, if you have farmland and you want to put some turbines up there, uh, all you have to do is abide in whatever company you choose to go through. They will now abide by the state's rules and ignore Warren County's rules regarding right. it because our rules have been... Uh, Superseded. Yeah, deemed irrelevant. So it sounds like some lobbying was done on behalf of the companies that provide these... Well, and I think the, the state will also, I believe, will see increased revenue as a result. So they're drunk on money, and what do they need? More? If you're drunk on money, what do you need more of? Money. And um, <clears throat> I certainly don't see the state spending huge sums of money to help out Warren County or the city of Monmouth or Kirkwood or Lily York, but they sure as heck are somewhere else. 
Not here. We never see the guy. When the heck has Pritzker ever been to Warren County? Never. Well, and a, a major majority of the the voting legislature is um, in the collar counties, and they'll never cite a wind turbine or a solar farm in the collar counties because they can't pay thousands of dollars a square foot for land. So they, they never have an impact of their voters saying, we want this or we don't want this or we need this guideline because it doesn't impact them. It's the rural counties mm -hmm. that have that. And, you know, we're fortunate, uh, I believe, that we currently have um, a wind farm and it, the area is getting s s potentially some new wind farms. We also have a solar field going in and um, like the sc United School District put in two little um, solar um, arrays mm -hmm. uh, for their schools and I've never got any real specifics but in talking with the superintendent he says I know that our power bill dropped dramatically <laughs> and uh, so that's an indication that that uh, they're having a noticeable impact mm -hmm. with that so and it's and it's good because these projects do uh, benefit the school districts uh, more than any other group they they should have been the ones advocating for such measures but um, what the county decided is what the county decided through compromise and now again it's the state coming in and say we know better what you need in your neighborhood even though mm -hmm. we've never seen you or talked to you but th and that's a thing that's going to get a little lively in the future uh, the county board will get rather excited over that issue um, again whether you're for or against wind turbines uh, it's the fact that how the state decided you know that's we want local control over certain things. We uh, can be state. unanimous on that decision. <laughs> yeah, we want to, you know, some people didn't get everything they wanted when the county compromised, but we compromised, we came together, and we got it done. But now, like Mike said, it's completely unanimous on the county board that um, whether you like the result or not of what the county decides as a board member, uh, you, the county board, decided it, not the state. They're not coming in and deciding it for you. And that's unfortunate, but... You know, that's, uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles on that uh, bit of information. Right. Uh, we had um, um, also some <clears throat> other discussion about uh, certain businesses, and uh, one you know, was looking to see if we would uh, provide a liquor license uh, uh, before they made some construction in um, Cameron. Cameron, yes. And they didn't want to build the structure only for the county to say, sorry, no liquor license, because it's a considerable risk of a couple hundred thousand dollars. And um, so they came in to kind of you know, put their finger in the air, uh, see which way the wind blows before they start uh, construction. What, and what's the construction on? It is uh, in next to the brick building in Cameron, somewhat close to the uh, railroad tracks. Uh, it's going to be kind of a bar and grill type of place. <clears throat> and... Uh, which is great because the county needs uh, people to invest in their communities. And, <clears throat> excuse me, that particular couple uh, is investing uh, in their community and it will provide income for the, their community. <coughs> it will provide a few jobs. 
and uh, another option for people to stay in Warren County to socialize rather than, than uh, give our money to a neighboring county. So um, I think the counties was very supportive in their endeavors, so they're going to get to march in on that, and that'll be exciting. And, um, well, that's kind of really it. Okay. Yeah. It yeah. was a – I mean, the, the agenda looks big, but um, – it's just some mandatory language and bills we paid over two months' time and two, so we can review. There were a considerable number of appointments to different boards, uh, the Board of Health, the Fire Protection Districts, um, uh, Sanitary District, 708 Board, uh, Board of Review, the 911 Commission. So there were uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, about 18 uh, appointments that were made. Uh, to continue the functioning of, you know, for, like, for example, Little York Fire Protection District, Avon, Abington, <coughs> RSP and E Fire Protection District, and many others. And uh, so we'll have... Uh, Most of those were just renewals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now uh, Sean's got a son on the 708 board, which is exciting. It's kind of the younger generation getting involved. That's what we need around here. That's great. Sean Temple? Yes. yes. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right, gentlemen, have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Mike Pearson with us, Sean Cavanaugh from the Warren County Board on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.1. It is 8.58. Good morning.